0: Hey everyone, this is Marissa Phillips from Y'all Heard and um Hey everybody, rate us on iTunes Five stars is a charm And why not leave us a voicemail 570-POD-WOD-1 oh, one, one. Doesn't matter what you say in your voicemail We promise we'll appreciate it, we don't get many Thank you everybody Hey everyone. This is y'all heard.
1: It's a podcast hosted by me Pete Phillips
0: and me Marissa Phillips and we're not related.
1: And uh each week we present a slice of our miserable lives. <laughs>
0: That's not the that is not what our show is about.
1: That's how I feel right now. I was just explaining to Marissa how I am stuck in a habitual state of wanting to sneeze. And I can't sneeze. Every time I sneeze, you don't understand people. Every time I sneeze, I, like, get down on my knees and thank Jesus that I can sneeze.
0: (laughs) Okay. That's a little dramatic.
1: It is not dramatic. I don't get down on my knees. But I do thank Jesus that I'm sneezing.
0: This is not blasphemous. This is just a fact. I was watching the show.
1: I thought you were going to say this is not blasphemous. Jesus doesn't care if you sneeze, Pete. No, but
0: just on the show yesterday... They kept saying, the Jesus, and I liked it. I like when you say, they're like, we need to do it for the Jesus. Yeah, I don't know, it's something I like when you put the in front of it. Anyway. Oh, in other words, we'll tell you things <laughs> you didn't know you needed to know.
1: Um, one thing that might help you, is also getting sick, and that's why you may hear her rolling around a zinc lozenge.
0: Actually, it's a dissolvable tablet, but oh, I'll accept wow. that.
1: Maybe I should have gotten those.
0: Are, are we you, asking how our weeks are maybe, or no so if
1: you want what do you how, how's your week
0: how your week is
1: my week's pretty stressful just work related and then i oh so i have this wonderful cacophony of uh of, of maladies that being mental stress from work and being so busy my back has been killing me and i can't take a day off to like rest to just get it taken care of. So every day I wake up, it doesn't hurt. And then by the end of the day, from sitting at work, it does hurt. And then I start the cycle again the next day. So I'm really looking forward to the weekend. And then also, yeah, I'm looking for my body to just make up its mind whether this is going to be a cold or not.
0: My body decided it was a cold, and then it decided it wasn't. And then it decided my wisdom tooth was going to hurt. And then... um...
1: Bodies are so stupid.
0: And then I ate gluten by mistake. No, not by mistake. Sometimes I feel like if I eat gluten... But in my mind, I pretend I don't know there's gluten in it. I can will the effects away. And I had gluten. and sadly untrue. I've been lethargic and exhausted for like five days. And I like this to be a full disclosure podcast, the way I was telling people I'm on medication. But I'm in the midst of something that if it's not resolved by next episode, I'm going to say it. <laughs> right now, I'm going to give it some time. But if it's not resolved by next episode, you gotta get some realness just before the episode, not the actual episode.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Although we could find topics that support your situation. Or yeah. compliment it at least.
0: Icebreaker. So what's your icebreaker?
1: We usually don't pitch icebreakers unless uh, like we have something that we wanna say. Sometimes we just pick a random one, but, uh, oftentimes it's like, I want to talk about something, so I'm going to make it into a question, even though I have an answer to it. So Marissa, I had this question. I don't know how to formulate it right. So let's see if we can get there. If you had kids, what is like a characteristic that a kid would have that you would just be like, I don't know what to do with this kid.
0: Like, I don't want them.
1: (laughs) But yeah, like if you had one.
0: Okay.
1: And say My like it was like answer, really, I will give you, really nerdy or really into sports, something like that. That's what I mean.
0: Okay. Before I say that, I will just say if you want to know the child I don't want and that I would give up on life is if I had the child in the Babadook. But anyway, <laughs> I didn't want to watch that movie anymore because I hated the child so much. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: I like it. I remember see. it. That's the yeah. only thing I remember about that movie.
0: <laughs> Disgusting. I hated it, and the Babadook was scary until you saw the Babadook. Mm-hmm. And also, there was a masturbation scene from the mother that was not needed.
1: See, I don't even remember that.
0: I think she masturbated, then the Babadook
1: appears. That's how, it, that's how you conjure the Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> and was like,
0: the Babadook is how lots of people have oh, heard say me. it. I wouldn't want... Do you have an answer? You can go first.
1: Well, the only reason it popped into my head is because I was walking home from work today, and I saw a kid walking with both of his parents and the kid had his chest out and he was smiling big and he was like the most confident person i think (laughs) i'd ever seen and i was like i don't think i would know what to do if i had a kid who had confidence
0: (laughs) (laughs) you would ask your kid for tips (laughs) that wasn't insulting to people
1: i think so i was like i was thinking of it for like yeah, maybe five minutes afterwards. And I was like, geez, the kid could walk all over me. <laughs> like,
0: But do the parents look like they have confidence?
1: They were just like arm in arm, having a good time. And then there was like a, a younger kid that I think well, the mom was holding. But like, yeah, I was just kind of like, I wouldn't know what to do. I think I would know what to do with like uh, an autistic child more than I would know what to do with a confident child. I would just be completely out of sorts. I don't understand what it's like to be confident in. <laughs> everything you say and do
0: i would enjoy a confident child though would you not enjoy them
1: i would definitely try to like be a show parent and just i was
0: gonna say to like squash there no (laughs) i'm sorry again are we doing something that would overwhelm us or that we wouldn't like
1: whatever works
0: i don't want a child that's like and this is why i might just not be able to have a child i don't want a child who's like so up their phone's ass
1: okay I thought she she was going to go with, I don't want a child that can't take care of itself.
0: No, no, no. (laughs) I wouldn't want a spoiled child either. But I, I can't handle, I can't handle grown adults who are always on their phone. I can understand, like, maybe you glance at your phone every once in a while. But, like, I've been on so many dates, dated so many people, just known so many people that look at their phones incessantly, and I feel like you lack depth if you like spend way too much time on your phone. Which I need to stop spending so much time on my phone because I stopped I feel like I was became less creative and stuff. And I feel like if I had a kid, I would try to raise them to not be so dependent on electronics, but they would resent me, and it would be horrible.
1: That would lead in really well to uh, a topic that I decided not to do this week, which was neo-luddism which i'm going to do i
0: saw that and thought of pitching that but so what are you talking about
1: marissa first let me take a marissa opportunity here's the thing i
0: yelled really loud
1: marissa has granted me the stage to filibuster for this episode and so i'm gonna start out with a personal story not a personal story related to the topic but each time i do this i always feel like i have to pre-qualify what I'm covering with a little bit of background. When I went to therapy, the therapist was like...
0: Ugh, I hate your therapist. (laughs) She was
1: like, the problem is that you spiral. You see one little thing wrong, and you let yourself think it into, like, all the consequences. She was right,
0: I like one thing she said.
1: (laughs) All of the consequences that could possibly happen afterwards. Now, you're right emotionally that's not very a very good habit creatively maybe it's not such a bad habit <laughs> and research wise i think it's a pretty good habit but the problem that i always feel like i run into with this show is that i start researching one thing and then it spirals out of control and then i'm forced with the challenge of bringing it to you and having it make sense which is difficult because it goes off like so when you different did the directions. ducks <laughs> yes See, you can't even come up with a title for that episode.
0: And I don't know what it was besides ducks. I don't know what about ducks. It was just like, let me talk about ducks.
1: Ducks versus geese.
0: I don't see. I don't remember the part. And I still don't know the difference. Continue.
1: On top of this, um, I thought that everybody knew about what I'm going to talk about today.
0: Is it what you already told me about?
1: Yes, I thought that everybody knew about it already. If I didn't
0: know about it,
1: exactly
0: knows about it.
1: So pretend you don't know about it, Marissa, so that my beginning kind of works a little bit. When I say, I, I
0: do kind of not know about it.
1: When I say Janet, what do you think of first, right away?
0: Oh, oh, um, Jackson.
1: Marissa, did you ever hear... I, for some reason, I remember this from being a child. Did you ever hear the theory that Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson are the same person?
0: Maybe, but no, I don't believe it. Right, yeah. Back it up. I wish this is what your episode was about.
1: No, wouldn't it be great?
0: <laughs> it would. Who says that? Their faces aren't the same.
1: No, but at a certain point in time, they, they were for very time. similar. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, everybody went off in their uh, different face yeah. directions. Um... Yeah, there's a lot of things you can come up with if you think of Janet, but what I'm talking about today is an airline whose sole purpose it is uh, to fly government employees to remote facilities.
0: By the way, I also thought of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, I that's another I hate that movie so much.
1: The song, so damn it, Janet. I hate
0: that movie so much.
1: I love it when Marissa's passionate about things, and yeah. I, I mostly love it when she hates something. <laughs>
0: But I, that is neither here nor there. Perhaps I'll talk about why I hated in another episode. <laughs> Go ahead,
1: Marissa, You take a subway to work? Yes. I take a car to work. Sometimes I take my feet to work. I walk to work.
0: Greg, um,
1: these are ways that we get to work. But some people take a jet to work. <laughs> So, again, I assume this was sort of like a common knowledge thing Uh and that everybody... Why
0: would you assume that?
1: Everybody knew about this. So, Marisa, like, you, you hadn't heard about...
0: Where do you think we got that information from?
1: I don't really know. Where I did you like, get
0: the information from? Everybody
1: knows about this. I heard... I could tell you the last place I heard about it was from Lizard People, the podcast that I listened to that talks about conspiracy theories. Oh, okay. And they talked about it. And I have some, some of my... Uh, feelings about it come from that episode that particular listening to that uh so some of my stuff that i thought i knew was not actually true we'll start with some people think that janet is an acronym that stands for uh, just another non-existent terminal
0: shut up why why a, a
1: government entity would decide to start something with just another no beyond me they would call it then net non-existent terminal <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the other. Really? Young...
0: People really think that? Like legit? Yeah.
1: yeah. If you scooters. were to look up what you think Janet in this particular capacity means, that's the first one that comes up. But the weird part is that the terminal is private. It exists and people know it exists because, like, you can see it. So um,
0: it's 100% real?
1: Absolutely. Ellis, Janet 301's with you. We're passing 9,500 for one Nine nine one, uh Janet 301. Five the direct Las Vegas thirty three ninety five, uh, Janet 301.
0: Today.
1: Okay. The terminal itself is at the McCarran Airport, which is a few miles away from the Las Vegas Strip. Uh the other proposed meaning of the acronym is Joint Air Network for Employee Transportation. That yes, actually makes like sense. That. <laughs> Because that's what it is. Um, If you are a conspiracy theory type person, you might think, "Oh, uh, secret government airline in Nevada—they must be flying to Area 51." Uh, So first, I feel like we can't go much further without explaining what Area 51 is all about, Marissa. That is where
0: the aliens are. Were I kind of forget. (laughs) I listen to so many things that I forget. But, okay, isn't that a government base where they saw aliens?
1: So there was a crash oh, wait, in New me Mexico. The,
0: not that I don't know, but the definition I have is like a secondary one that is not the. So you tell me the baseline and then I'll give you more.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, there was a crash in New Mexico. What town? 51. Yes, the town of 51, New Mexico. That's where there was an alien crash. <laughs> no, Roswell, New Mexico. There was oh, a crash, yeah. right? They collect allegedly. They collect up all the pieces, drive them out to Area 51. Um, this was sort of another tangent that I went on. I discovered a thing that I never knew. In 2011, author Annie Jacobson uh, wrote a book, and she proposed that Roswell was actually a Russian hoax. Uh, the ship was built by Russians and flown. By little people, aka midgets, who were oh. mutated at the hands of Nazi doctor Joseph oh, Mengele. I've heard that,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've heard
1: that. Stalin had this plan inspired by Orson Welles' uh, famous panic inducing play, War of the Worlds, based on H.E. Wells' book. Yeah, so they take these poor prisoner little people who have been mutilated by a Nazi doctor. Put them in this aircraft, and they fly it remotely from a separate plane. And it goes haywire, crashes, and the whole thing was supposed to cause some sort of panic. Now, I don't really know. I don't know what's up with that. That seems crazier than alien.
0: <laughs> I don't want Nazis to be mutilating people, but if they had, I like that story. Yeah. Um, also, there's apparently a secret government compound in that area. Where aliens and military people work together, like yes. actually come in contact with one another and work side by side.
1: Yeah, there's a lot going on out there. That
0: is what I remembered. I'm embarrassed because people like, I want to talk about something you know. And I listen to so many things about aliens now that I forget which is which and I seem like I don't know. But it's like my head is brimming with nonsensical things <laughs> about aliens that I forget where they go.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot out there i wonder what percentage of the internet is like uh alien conspiracy theories but the other thing that i just wanted to mention pretty quickly is this author was a finalist for the pulitzer prize in history in 2016 for a book that she did about esp and uh, mk ultra style government programs Yes. so it kind of feels like she's a woman who does her research and maybe there is some truth to this
0: oh my
1: gosh mutilated midget theory oh i want
0: it to be true yeah but aliens to be true also in a different context
1: but marissa uh asked she was like pete just tell us what area 51 is if we stick to the facts it's just a region of airspace that is restricted from general foot and air traffic uh and i guess land and air traffic right you can't walk there but you can't drive there either um, from yeah. historical evidence, it is thought that the base is responsible for testing or developing experimental aircraft weaponry, which goes back to our pal, was it Tom DeLonge?
0: Yes. And to the
1: Stars Academy, which we covered in a previous episode. He
0: released video again the other day, but I, it wasn't that, you know...
1: Interesting, good.
0: <laughs> believable. I don't know. It wasn't okay. that clear.
1: Because there are confidential things that happen in Area 51 people have gone to extremes to speculate exactly what could be happening there, like holding UFOs and aliens and stuff like this. Evidently, the base was never declared a secret base, but it is protected, and people aren't just supposed to roll up in there and be like, yo, let me see some some experimental spacecraft. However, in 2005, someone submitted a Freedom of Information Act Uh, request and then in 2013 the cia was forced to publicly acknowledge the base's existence
0: i will just say though this destroys everything that i hold dear in my life my friend has oh wait nope never mind i don't know what i'm allowed to say Nothing.
1: Continue. Wow, Marissa's like in the thick of this conspiracy business.
0: (laughs) Yeah, go ahead.
1: Area 51 is part of a larger federal reserve called the Nevada Test and Training Range. It's got other names. God, everything out there seems to have 10 freaking names. Um, But it is said that this range is about the size of Connecticut, over 38,000 acres. The range also consists, yes? Nothing. (laughs) The range also consists of the legendary Groom Lake. Anything?
0: Groom Lake?
1: Bride and Groom? Groom Lake. Groom Lake is really fun because I had, to today, thought the Groom Lake was a lake. But it's actually a little salt flat um, that was once a lake. It's about three to four miles in diameter. That's funny. You think I know what
0: a salt flat is.
1: I didn't either. But basically, the water dries up and all that's left behind is the salt because it was a saltwater lake.
0: So what does that mean? Like, what does that
1: look like, sand? Yeah, it just looks like a big old white pile of salt that used to be a lake.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, Near the flat, they have signs from back in the 50s that say (laughs) the area is used for, quote, testing of devices for defense and peaceful uses of nuclear explosives. Ooh. What person wrote that sign? Peaceful uses of nuclear explosions. (laughs) Uh, There are also allegedly underground tunnels and all sorts of things out there. Things that would sort of make you suspicious, raise your eyebrows, that sort of business. Now, I don't know if you ever tried this, Marissa, but if you Google Map Area 51, you will find Area 51 on a Google Map satellite. You'll be able to zoom in, all that sort of stuff. Today I did this. I looked up Salt Lake. Salt Lake? I looked up Groom Lake because I wanted to see what a salt flat looked like. Uh Uh-huh. So I zoomed in. And I was like, wait, that looks like what I think it looks like, but it can't be. Oh, no, it is. It's the Area 51 baseball field.
0: Oh. (laughs)
1: And right now, for some reason, I still find that ridiculously hilarious.
0: (laughs) Wait, what? I just keep saying dumb stuff like Area 51 Alien Center. Oh, that is in Nevada. Yeah. It just looks like they sell chips.
1: (laughs) That is all they sell, Marissa. Just... Alien yeah, records.
0: man, look at the aliens now they just saw a bunch of different chips and hats, and <laughs> that's lame. Anyway.
1: Nearby town of Rachel has a bunch of UFO memorabilia. But uh, my favorite part was Google reviewer Albert Miller says, quote, Good atmosphere. Good place to watch aliens play baseball. <laughs> I like that. Many other viewers um, make reference to to the same term that came up over and over again and Marissa maybe you know something about this but I had no idea about it the term camo dudes
0: oh I hate that I don't know what anything is you say today
1: no that's fine because I didn't know what it was until today either
0: that sounds really stupid though
1: it's guys dressed in camo camouflage (laughs) 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 and uh, they drive white pickup trucks And they patrol Area 51. And they keep people from getting in. It turns. Will you get
0: arrested then if you get in, I guess?
1: If you head out to YouTube and you look up... um, Yeah, camo dudes. But make it two words with a dash in between. And I think you'll be better to find this. uh, You'll find video of two guys on motorcycles who were driving near Area 51. And there were two signs that they came upon. And... You and I, Marissa, would have been like, Well, you know what, we're gonna step over like we're gonna step past the sign so that we could tell tell people that we went to Area 51, but then we're <laughs> gonna turn around and leave. Yeah, yeah. These guys were like, nah, we'll keep riding. So they keep riding and uh they actually pass some camo dudes in their truck, and oh, the camo yeah. dudes turn their truck around, come back, hold hold like machine guns on them <gasps> and That's... say, Turn around and get the hell out of here.
0: Scary
1: And they weren't supposed to be there, so I don't really feel that bad for them. But the funny part to me was the one guy goes um, – I'm trying to remember it exactly. He goes, get the f*** out of here or else we're going to call – insert local police name here. <laughs> and they're going to give you a $750 ticket. What? You're holding a machine gun on me. Yeah,
0: that's how the
1: With the threat of giving t- a $750 ticket.
0: Way not intense enough. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, oh, there's this other great YouTube video of a guy who claims that his windshield was damaged by a camo dude. So, <laughs> this, okay. one, this one is... I'm going to ruin the video for you, but you're watching it, and this guy is just driving and driving and driving, talking to his companion in the car. And uh, you see this white pickup truck driving towards them, and uh, after the truck passes them, a little tiny crack shows up on the windshield and it starts to spider out a little bit but it stops. like their car their windshield just got hit by a rock (laughs) (laughs) except this guy is convinced that the camo dudes in their truck went off road so they could kick up a rock that would hit his windshield and the whole entire function of the video is that he's real pissed off because he doesn't know how to submit an insurance claim to area 51 to Uh, get his windshield fixed
0: dumb youtube videos
1: yeah but anyway, uh that stuff is out there. I didn't know who these guys were, but yeah. So evidently Area 51 is so large, again, the size of Connecticut. Uh there are cars if you zoom in on the Google map. But uh I think that they're probably just used for on-site purposes, you know? There's like it's so big, you'd probably drive around to a bunch of different places.
0: Yeah, um, I'm trying to see it and I'm not I don't know.
1: For example, if you lived on the border of Connecticut and you worked in the middle of Connecticut, your commute would be like 90 minutes. But what they've done is they've created Janet, or not created, they've instituted Janet, I guess, um, which cuts these trips to like 30 minutes tops. Okay. So that's kind of cool. I mean, that's a pretty interesting perk.
0: Whereas I if you yeah. had
1: to fly to work every day, would you do it?
0: No, that would be horrifying and I would hate it. I would get a new job. I hate planes. <laughs> But would you?
1: There's good reason for you to. And we'll talk about that a little bit later.
0: Oh, no! Don't make me make planes more than I do!
1: <laughs> Janet has these big Boeing jets. And the general story that people tell, because it's a more interesting story, is this a bunch of people drive up, park their cars in a parking lot, they get out of their cars, they walk over to the terminal, they get on this plane, and then the plane takes off. <coughs> it disappears from radar after about 10 minutes. And then it doesn't reappear on the radar until later. Uh, the plane touches down, lands, and then everybody gets out of the plane, gets in their cars, and goes home. Okay. This happens uh, apparently 13 or more times a day. Uh, and okay. I actually have a flight schedule that we can go over if you'd like. Um, Ooh. The flights start, though, at, yeah, 3.40 in the That's morning. That's
0: disgusting. No, I don't want it.
1: And it, But they go as late as kind of touching down at 7 p.m., so...
0: That's not as late as you would think people would work at some crazy restricted alien center.
1: Especially if your like, arrival flight was, say, at like, 2 in the afternoon. Yeah. Know, even at 7. I mean, I'm sure they have facilities where you can stay over. In fact, uh, there was a guy who I will talk about later who spent entire weeks there.
0: That's not fair. Jobs should never make you want to stay over. Want to? Jobs should never make you stay over.
1: Well, if you perk. had to stay over for a week and then you get, like, two weeks off, I'd do that.
0: Uh, ew, no. Would, Those weeks would be disgusting. I would
1: love having two weeks off from work.
0: Yeah, but then the two weeks that you had to work there, you would just like, vomit all over everyone all the time.
1: <laughs> then they'd send me home.
0: <laughs> I guess.
1: So yeah, uh, I, I mentioned this already. Um, there's no like invisibility cloak over the terminal. It exists. People can see it. You can see it from nearby hotels or the airport parking structure next door where you know, people park their cars. Um, it's private, but the airport isn't private. And so it exists. There's no question about that. The planes are white and very nondescript. They have very little decoration. They have an ID number in the back towards the tail, which identifies the plane. However, some people say they don't have any windows. Ew! <laughs> that seems terrifying, except that I read while I was looking up windowless airplanes, of... Um, I read that some first class cabins are getting rid of windows. I don't know why that's helpful. Weird. Yeah. Like some sort of perk.
0: Have people have there been accidents in this thing yet?
1: There have been. But if you'll allow me to, I'll get to it later because it's okay. on some other page and I'll get lost.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> um yes. So, uh that's what they look like. And, yeah, they don't actually disappear from radar. Do you know how I know that, Marissa?
0: Because you're looking at one right now on because radar. Because I
1: watched a Janet flight today on radar from my computer at work. I didn't even know you that. I was do that. really
0: close to what I just... That was yes, really close yes. To just, yeah.
1: <laughs> and, um, you know, of course there is the possibility that the Janet flight path is just like some pre-made computer animated model and it's all just lies and I'm just thinking like oh well look I just confirmed that Janet exists (laughs) but you know um, you can watch it just google Janet airline radar and you'll be able to find a quick link to take you so that you can watch these daily trips to and fro
0: every day yeah
1: so the guy said 13 to 16 flights a day they go back and forth to Area 51 and other places as well, within the sort of 38,000-acre compound. Uh, It just contains employees or contractors, people who are working at Area 51. One contractor explained that on his flight, they didn't tell him the path or anything like that. They just put him on a windowless plane. Ugh, that sounds horrible. And when they touched down, he was like, okay, I'm here. Um, I have seen... uh, Pictures of the flight path and sometimes the flight path looks very wasteful like it flies (laughs) really out of the way and i i'm thinking like you know how when you see on tv when like somebody kidnaps somebody and they put them in the back of the car and they drive a little extra so that you can't like keep track of where you're going yeah (laughs) like you can't be like well the jet travels on average you know a 100 miles per hour and we were in there for three hours or 30 minutes or whatever.
0: What would be the point of that if you could catch their radar on the internet? Then they must be fake. It must be fake.
1: Anyway, the guy who told that story is Thornton T.D. Barnes. He flew on Janet every week uh, between 68 and 75. He told the Las Vegas Review-Journal that it's just normal Earth-related science that happens there. He also says that Janet, though, isn't an acronym. It's some guy's wife's name.
0: Earth related science, and they don't let you know the path to where you're going?
1: Yeah, like still top secret, but nothing extraterrestrial.
0: Whatever. (laughs) Pixar didn't happen. But I always say.
1: Yes, you do. All the
0: time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you got all this talk about Janet and Area 51, right? I
0: can't wait for these Janet accidents. Get it. Get it.
1: But. If you had a product, let's say, called Joint Air Network for Employee Transportation, would you just use it to go to one place? You have people working in a bunch of other places. Wikipedia indicates this is not the only place that Janet has service. For examples, okay. there are locations in California like Edwards Air Force Base or in Utah like Hill Air Force Base. And let us not forget Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio. Hey, Marissa, do you know what else Wright-Patterson Air Force Base has?
0: Skinwalker Ranch.
1: Ties to UFO research.
0: Or that. (laughs) (laughs) I forget where Skinwalker Ranch is. But that's what I meant by that. In
1: 1952, an Air Technical Intelligence Center, which established an aerial phenomena group to study UFO reports, that was in 1952. By 1969, when the group was shut down, they had amassed about 12,000, 1,200 reports of incidents, 701 of which were considered unexplained phenomena. But the Air Force didn't care; they still shut them down.
0: everyone, I just want you to know that Skinwalker Ranch is also a site of many paranormal and uh, UFO activities so I wasn't that far off. I just had the wrong Is
1: it in Ohio?
0: No, it's in Utah.
1: (laughs) The thing that I keep thinking about with all this stuff is like if you had a plane that wasn't flying on radar or if you had a plane that didn't have identification numbers or you had some top secret military thing going on, whether it be an airport or an airplane or whatever, like isn't that a bit of a risk? Because, like Marissa jumped to, you know, something could go wrong. How would you know it went wrong? Now you got to search thirty-eight thousand acres to find where, you know, people disappeared to. Well, it actually did happen. They had a Beechcraft nineteen hundred. Sorry, I don't really know what that means, but apparently it's a small plane uh, that crashed in March of two thousand four as it neared the. Tonopah Test Range, which is um, there's two places for the planes to land. That's one of them, and Groom Lake is the other one. And so uh, they were approaching for landing, and the pilot had a heart attack. Oh no! The there pilot, two the pilot, and everybody else died in the uh, in the accident. No, don't I you don't. I don't think there's two pilots on this one because it was a small engine plane. That's what I love the most is that the uh, historical account of this particular incident uh, blames the pilot for not reporting his poor health to his employer.
0: <laughs> All right. All right, guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's some legal reason why they have to do that. Now all of this is also why i thought everybody knew about this because this story surfaced at the beginning of the year and i just assumed everybody reads the same crap that i do which is dangerous people we have to share things with others start your own podcast like ours so we can learn things that you learned so um, that there
0: could be more podcasts so that everyone could be more separated in which podcast they listen to so that there's so much noise we all have new different news again
1: better better plan Contact us. We'd be happy to have you on as a guest. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: we should do a y'all heard minute. You leave a minute of something y'all heard on our voicemail at 570 podwad one Not 1-800-PODWOD1. 570 podwad one And then we'll work it into the show if you want. This is what happened in, I believe, January of this year. News reports started to come out that Janet posted an employment ad for flight attendants. And previously, they had done so for pilots as well. Okay. The flight attendant job included information, including the following: uh, upon boarding the labelless white jet, white and red, excuse me, uh, jet airplane, crew members will be expected to perform all the regular duties of a steward, including briefing passengers on aircraft emergency equipment and procedures, and ensuring passenger compliance with all safety regulations. Crew members will also be expected to create flight manifests as necessary and ensure security practices uh, that are followed. They must be willing to attend trainings and provide leadership, direction, and assistance during an emergency. Basically, it sounds like a job just as boring as yours or mine.
0: (laughs) Why would it mention in the thing that it was, like, label-less?
1: That was uh, paraphrased from an article And so I don't think that they necessarily did put that in there. But uh, towards the end, I got lazy and just copy and pasted. Like I copy and pasted the final part that I have to talk about. You will need a high school degree. Okay, we got that. You'll also need U.S. citizenship. Nice, we got that. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll also have to pass basic flight attendant safety training, which I think, Marissa, we can train for. I think we can do that. Yeah, yeah. That's not all, though. You also need to have top secret clearance with the government. So yeah,
0: who already has top secret clearance but is looking to be a flight attendant?
1: Yeah,
0: that doesn't seem like. Or do you apply and then you can file for top secret clearance? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think both would apply. I think you could perhaps apply for the job and secret clearance.
0: I would do this. Except it would have to be on a train.
1: They would actually do an extensive background check on you, uh, which would probe your background for the following your allegiance to the united states what are your foreign influences what are your foreign preferences what is your sexual behavior what is your personal conduct what
0: does your sexual behavior have to do with anything
1: i don't know you can't be legal there are things to consider like financial considerations alcohol consumption drug involvement emotional mental and personality disorders criminal conduct security violations Outside activities, and also the possibility of misuse of information technology systems.
0: I don't think I do it because anxiety, because I seem to like Asian countries more than the United States.
1: This is true, people.
0: And mm, I don't know how much alcohol you're allowed to drink. I don't drink that much, but I drink enough.
1: No, I don't think you drink enough to not get a job as a flight attendant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: Now, if you were stuck... I don't know about you, but if I was stuck in a windowless plane... And by the way, the trip is like 30, 40 minutes. What am I really going to get accomplished here? Just throw some peanuts at some people? Yeah. Sit back down? I can't take drink orders, go back and make them and bring them back to people. You by the way,
0: show them how to do the, the, the they're life They're going next.
1: into work, for God's sake. They shouldn't be drunk when they get off the plane. Come on. <laughs> See,
0: you don't serve drinks on flights that are that short.
1: So now, Marissa with all that you have, ignoring the whole application process, if it meant that you could never tell anybody, would you work for Janet or at Area 51?
0: Oh, also, I don't have the capacity to not tell anybody anything.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I've told everyone in my life, and if I haven't told you before, if you're in my life, listen closely. I accept information and tell information, expecting one other person will also be told yes. unless your life depends on it i will probably tell one person which is and probably you have
1: to t- explicitly make it clear that your life depends on
0: it i think i've kept like one secret in my life it's not anything that affects everyone but i think i it, like kept one secret in my life cuz it was like too much <laughs> to tell and no one would enjoy it but uh, other than that, like yeah, if I'm like one person who will enjoy this, I'll tell one and then I'll stop.
1: Yeah, and I am inclined to agree with you that I'm um, not very good at keeping like really big secrets. It's very stressful for me. Like it weighs on me if I have big secrets, and so yeah, I usually tell people things too. Marissa is a candidate. Yeah, um, I try to but spread I tell it.
0: People, it won't affect. I just want to yeah, yeah, yeah. tell people who don't even have a reference.
1: Like if um, somebody at work told me something. Top secret. I might tell my mom because she's never going to meet those people, and she doesn't really care. And my mom will probably forget about it within two days, so it's a safe place to stock those secrets, you know.
0: (laughs) I have two people. Well, one directly in my life, and one not really in my life. Like, I know a Freemason who won't wouldn't tell his wife about whatever the ceremonies were, and if I had a husband. I'm like, I'll let you be a Freemason if we agree that you tell me everything. Like, you know, I'm I'm not going to let anyone not tell me what a Freemason does. Yeah. And then I I have a friend with Hapsika Clearance, and he doesn't tell me anything. And I admire him because I would tell everyone.
1: By the way, guys, we're going to do an episode on Freemasons. Yeah. We just need enough time to do the proper amount of investigative research. I
0: have a whole book on them like a child not a not a children's book but not a novel like a picture <laughs> book that like condenses it
1: So yeah I'm I'm inclined to agree with you I don't think I'd be able to do it because um not like we're like untrustable people Again if you tell Marissa a secret chances are I might find out about it yeah. but if your secret was I think I'm in love with Pete Phillips
0: I won't I'm sure tell. she would
1: tell somebody else yeah. like her brother or something Carlos is really trustworthy any other questions? Any?
0: That was fun. I liked that one, and it was cohesive.
1: Thank <laughs> I like you. You're
0: duck. <laughs> Would you ever take a top secret job knowing you'd tell people?
1: Like, here's the other part. Even if, let's say, I took a contractor job that was like a three year contract, and I worked someplace. I need to be able to tell people at least by the time I'm done. Like jury duty is a good example. I was on jury duty and the judge, and this was like a minor traffic case. And the judge was like, you're not allowed to talk about it outside of court. And I went home and I was like, Oh God, I want to tell everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It's so boring, but I want to tell everybody. (laughs) And so, yeah, there's just something that sort of burns within me. Uh, Perhaps the inclination to storytelling, Marissa, let's blame that.
0: (laughs) But I guess my question is is more, yeah, so would you turn down the job or would you take it and secretly tell people? That's take it question.
1: and secre- secretly tell people, especially if it pays well. Yeah, me too. And it gets me out of Wilkesbury.
0: What if, like, someone has to kill us then? They probably do.
1: But now we're stepping into what if you had to be a whistleblower territory. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like blowing the whistle at work. <laughs> College isn't as important as you think.
0: <laughs> Uh, I learned today the EEOC came to my job the Equal EEO. Employment Opportunity <laughs> Coalition I don't know and basically you can contact them and like if things are not
1: you should tell we- your old employer about that
0: that's what I bet. I didn't know that that existed but it's a little too late because there's a statute of limitations but anyway
1: but the people working there now might be able to yeah. take that place down <laughs> Not that they would want to, because they need to pay the bills.
0: <laughs> yeah, but... Anyway, I, I enjoyed that. Um, I wouldn't want to be a flight attendant, because I don't like flying. But if, like, they needed an attendant for a train... Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, but an old-timey train. Not i I've been, <laughs> not a, not a I've been feeling
1: road. trains lately. But then I accidentally watched Murder on the Orient Express, and I almost murdered myself. Oh that my god! So I was boring. so
0: excited for that movie, and it was so slow. Yeah. and it had so many good actors in it. Yeah, it I'm like, so come on, dumb, like, and I hated the I'm ending. Like, is
1: this all Penelope Cruz is going to do? Just sit there and look worried?
0: <laughs> I know. And also, are we supposed to love Daisy Ridley? 'Cause I don't.
1: Yeah, I don't even know who the hell that is.
0: <laughs> the the like Britishy girl who is in love with um the, the, the Oh black the one doctor. who's like
1: uh, on drugs? Oh no no I know who you mean. I know who yeah.
0: you mean. Yeah. She's also from Star Wars. Um
1: Star what now?
0: Wars. Did you do that on purpose? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah guys, don't watch murder on the Orient Express. And Johnny Depp is Johnny Depp. Uh could he ever redeem himself? Go back to himself? the 90s. I know.
1: If you want your Johnny Depp, go back to the 90s. Could
0: he be in anything to make it better?
1: He could personally reboot 21 Jump Street, make himself the chief, and don't make it into a stupid comedy.
0: I agree, but I'm sorry.
1: You Separate... loved him. I bet you loved yes, the movies. Yes,
0: I did. I loved the You watched
1: movie. him, like, ten times. No, but like I do watch like, bringing a new friend one. every single time.
0: I don't, but there is one scene in 21 Jump Street 2 that sometimes I watch on a loop. Because it's fun.
1: <laughs> cool. Plugs. You got anything to plug besides 22 Jump Street? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
1: anything fun coming up in life, Marissa?
0: No, I'm going to start social eating. I know I've said that forever, but I have everything set up and I was going to do it Wednesday, but I forgot I have a therapy appointment. So And my... One of my best friends streams on Tuesday and Thursday and I don't want to... Even though we do not compete because I'm going to be eating and she's going to be playing video games. I don't want to have a stream at the same time as her. She does it two days a week? She does it three days a week. For three hours each. I'm going to do once a week for one hour.
1: Are you going to do any expose at some point about this for the show?
0: Expose about what?
1: Okay, so that means no. My question is, what does one get out of live streaming... Playing video games three days a week.
0: Oh, she wanted to be an affiliate. I think when you're an affiliate, when people subscribe, you get money. Okay. Yeah.
1: Does she get money?
0: Yeah, I think so. Also, I don't think she gets a lot of money from the affiliate thing, but sometimes people donate. Like, once she got someone just donating $100.
1: Speaking of donating, everybody, please check out the Y'all Heard Patreon page.
0: Oh, I didn't plug. I just said something I would have plugged. Yeah, yeah. Kim's Convenience on Netflix is the only piece of joy in my life right now. Kim's Convenience, watch it, everybody. It's and about a Korean family of course, yes. in Canada who own a convenience store, and it's heartwarming and funny. Pete, um,
1: I hate to be disrespectful, but is it in English?
0: It's a Canadian show.
1: I'm just checking. Could With be Canadian French. actors, Could be that French.
0: happens to also be Korean.
1: Yes, Sandra Oh.
0: <laughs> She's Canadian? Apparently. Is she Korean?
1: She's uh, Asian. Shut up. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. What's
1: that? <laughs> uh, I don't really have anything fascinating to plug, but I would like to plug uh, the show wrecked on TBS because I like it. And since True TV went ahead and canceled the Chris Gethard show, and I'm mad at them about that i'm gonna watch tbs for my scripted comedy series
0: <laughs> wait 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 what, what what
1: what how much did you need all that
0: a <laughs> little bit i needed to know whether sandra oh was korean or not she oh, is eh, you're not racist continue
1: <laughs> i am though because i wasn't sure yeah like,
0: you are racist yeah
1: yeah that's it i like it it's a fun show it's in its third season and it's kind of it's listen i say this with the utmost love and respect it's a dumb show and I love it. <laughs> okay. So I tune into that every Tuesday at 10 for like the 10 episodes that it's on or something. Not a lot of wellsprings of joy in the life of Phillipses. But um, now that Mercury isn't in retrograde, we're all responsible for our own decisions and, and actions. So My
0: life was full of joy last show, <laughs> Pete. So full of joy.
1: You can hear it in her voice.
0: <laughs> okay. When did Mercury stopping in retrograde?
1: I don't know, like last week sometime.
0: Don't tell me that. I want to blame my life on Mercury.
1: Yeah. Well, some some would say that now that Mercury is out of retrograde, all the things that you deserve in the universe are coming at you, and it's not pain and sorrow, it's freedom. Ugh!
0: Shut up. I'm guessing. I'm trying. I hate what you just said.
1: Me too. Maybe I'll edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna end I, the show bye. 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 bye.